Arietti. What can be said? It's a pretty low-key Ghibli movie that, honestly, I don't think it's talked about too much because it's just kind of on the lower end of things. I think there's some outlier uh, movies that overshine it. Totoro, Spirited Away, you know, the, the mainstays. But still a great movie. Actually, it was one that I decided would be Daniel's first Ghibli movie. I don't even know why. Because I think I just because I owned it, and I was like, hey, let's give this one a go. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad I started you with that because it was only onward and upward from here. It's still a great movie. It's just not one of the best of the best. So if I had showed you this after the others, you might have been like, oh, okay, that was pretty, I was okay. Yeah, you definitely started me low benchmark and mm-hmm. then increased the benchmark. Started you small. And then we got big. <laughs> uh, now that's a joke with today's movie because... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about this thing, huh? Welcome back to the I Married a Weeb podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast uh, starring myself. Hi, I'm Tom. And then the one that the, the people that come here for. Is you. What's your name? I'm Danielle. Mm, the, the lover. She's a great wife. And we watch cartoons and then we talk about it on the podcast here. And uh, yeah, that's, I guess, why it's your favorite. So are you new here? We already introduced ourselves. So there you go. You should follow us on Instagram. I married a wee pod. Uh, and then you'll be up to date on uh, what the album cover of each episode looks like. <laughs> uh, and then the occasional post in between that. Uh, and that's also how you can find through a link tree on there to our Discord or in the description of today's episode. Join on up, talk anime, show off your figures, your manga. Uh, you know, just talk talk cartoons with your pals uh, over the internet. Internet pals. What kind, is there other kinds? I don't see people anymore out, out in the world. Nope. Now, um, our online friends... Do they have a different name than like, you know, back in the day they were pen pals. You would actually write. Mm, yeah. Is there like a digital modern age name for that? Xbox Live friends. Ah. Yeah. Even if mm. you're not on Xbox Live. I don't want those friends. Yeah. We don't want those friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Just, I guess the internet has brought us all so close. Still got some of my best friends are in Indiana. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're also making new friends from Indiana. Yeah. Looks like we're going to be uh, hanging out with Kay and Wheelman. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. That'll be a good time once they're in town. Uh, and then am I, oh, where am I at in the intro? Uh, yeah, just join the Discord. So that's it. So, hey, are you not new here? Holy crap. Welcome back. You made it. You, you're still clicking on these. All right, cool. I'm down with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. I like that. Uh, thank you for the support and uh, for joining us each week, twice, twice a week. Because that's what we do now. Yeah. I was talking to Andrew. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I've been listening to podcasts, you know, whatever. He goes, yeah, did you guys just start doing the two, two a week thing? I'm like, Andrew, <laughs> it's been since January. Come on, give us some credit. <laughs> That's what we want. We want credit all the time. <laughs> That's why we do it. We don't do this because we like it. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> uh, but today's movie, I always called it the borrow, the anime version of the borrowers and then you know, stupid me. No, it literally says at the beginning that this is based on the borrowers. And yes, we're talking about the 1952 fantasy novel by uh, Mary Norton. Very, uh, never, I don't know if I ever read the book, but I did watch the, uh, what year was that? 1997 borrowers live action featuring, you know, such talent as John Goodman, Mark Williams, who is, 
very nice actor. He's uh, Mr. Weasley. Aw. Uh, Jim Broadbent, who is Professor Slughorn. Basically, everything is based on Harry Potter because we are ramping <laughs> up to the, the... I didn't even know he was in this, but Tom Felton was uh, one of the borrowers. Very nice. Mr. Draco Malfoy. He was always up to no good. Because <laughs> technically, the borrowers are... They're trying to survive. I get it. But, you know... They are like teensy-weensy, so... Even if they take a cookie, it's going to last them three months. Well, just so. what a PC way of, of um, stealing. No, no, no. We're just borrowing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me that sugar cube back. Then. That's what I thought. <laughs> hey, can I borrow a tissue? I love, that's my favorite. Can I borrow a tissue? Well, are you going to give it back? <laughs> well, no. Give me the tissue. We were just talking about um, what were we watching where someone had to blow their nose. Someone pulled out a hanky. And it's like, okay, in what circumstance? I can understand you give someone a hanky and they're going to dab their eyes with it. Look at you just just full on investing in hanky. Yeah. You're not going to go with handkerchief? Handkerchief, sure. I know. I like hanky too. I just, I haven't heard that in a long time. (laughs) Um, But I would much rather want my handkerchief back (laughs) if someone just had their saline tears on it. But once you blow the nose... It's questionable. Yeah, like you can take that home with me and and wash it and give it back, you know, at your earliest convenience. But I don't want that back like right now. (laughs) Yeah, no, you can keep that handkerchief. I don't want that. I Uh, remember it was Ice Guy and his cool female colleague. They went to go see that movie and she started like to tear up and stuff. And he had a handkerchief. Who in this day and age care if you do? Congrats, because sometimes I need one, but I just keep the disposable tissues I keep mine in the brim of my fedora. (laughs) I say, here, my lady, it seems that you're crying. It's like, yeah, they're crying because of you. (laughs) Leave them be. But um, I was half expecting her to not only dab her eyes, but to blow her nose and him to be like, yes, I have her. Well, and and this is stuff, it's a different generation because I've seen it. I remember, I don't even know what it was. I think it was something political, but someone had a handkerchief, pulled it out, blew his nose. Then wiped his forehead. Oh. And then put it back in there. I'm like, man, see, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I got a, you know, maybe larger than average Italian schnauzer on me. But like when I blow my nose, I'm going to feel it in whatever I'm blowing it into. So I don't know if I'm going to wipe my face with it afterwards. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Just sweating. Now, I wonder how many people are a two tissue kind of person. I am always baffled that you pull two tissues out. Yeah. See, I, um, I don't want to, uh, I don't want you to, to debate me on it, but I think (laughs) I am sometimes money conscious. So I know how expensive tissues can be. Oh, sure. Um, so I am a one tissue and I fold in half kind of person. You are a two tissue fold in half kind of person. One tissue held in half (laughs) that, you know what? But the two tissue, the one tissue folded over is the same as you, I don't even think you fold over your tissue. Honey, that's like me. That's like the, a water tower has sprung a leak and I bring a bucket. Now you're going to need a little bit more. Okay. I'm putting down more than a half of that one hanky. One little Kleenex can do. So okay? more than one two ply. I need to double up. And yes, is it the most uh, conscious? No, but uh, it's, a, it's a comfort thing. That's funny. Yeah, the double up. Well, and a lot of times too, and this could be germaphobia, but like a lot of times... The tissue is sitting on top of the toilet or something like the tissue mm-hmm. box, right? So I take the one and I take the other. The other one is the one I'm blowing into. Ah. 
It's like Granted, I'm we, not breathing in, so it doesn't matter. But it's like when we go to a fast food place and we never take the the lid on the top. We take the the lid in the back. Oh yeah, no, I'll just frisbee that right into the garbage. Be like, <laughs> can you believe these guys? Just take the top one. Why would you waste it? Yeah, I don't yeah. trust people sneezing without covering. Just and living coughing. my life. Are we even talking about a movie? Hey, Arietti, anyways. Oh, I didn't know if, if we wanted to bring up, we saw the Demon uh, Slayer movie this weekend. Oh, sure. You know what? Let's put off talking about this movie so that they have to stick around. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yes, we did, in fact, go see, uh, in air quotes, the movie. Um, so two, it was three episodes of a show in a theater, which is cool. I think it should have maybe been a, maybe a cheaper event because... They didn't even choose to edit out the intro and outro of each thing. Well, they did edit out the second uh, of the last season episodes. They didn't have the intro in that. Mm. Did they even have an intro? Anyways, I don't know. But yeah, we ended up watching the end credits three times uh, in the show, (laughs) which I heard, I guess, supposedly some people on the Internet were like, well, that was short and they would just leave. Maybe don't run the credits. Whoever put this event together. You know, it can't be that hard to just even the first and the second or the last two episodes of the last season. Yeah. It's not that hard to just blend them together. We don't need to sit, which you commented. We don't need to sit and watch a burning building for five minutes well, of the entertainment. They district. cut into the next episode and there was a little bit of what just happened the episode previous. It's like, hey, television, that's one thing. I'm in a theater paying for a <laughs> ticket that you were supposed to edit this. Yeah. Get the intern to, to, to splice. Cut here. Cut there. Thank you. Yeah. I wish it was seamlessly went from yeah, last up second to last episode into the last, and then I wish it could have just gone into when when they say movie yes (laughs) setting up some expectations that I don't think were quite met exactly (laughs) but no and I mean like it's one of those things too where sure that's fine it was still great I enjoyed watching it but. You know, I'm I'm going into it thinking, oh, maybe we can eventually talk about that. There's nothing to talk about. That first episode, too, well enjoyable to watch. I mean, waiting till April is not that big of a deal. So if you guys couldn't get a ticket to it, don't worry about it. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I, someone in our friend group had said that that runtime of that first episode of the new season is 44 minutes. Mm. It felt, because things happened, but nothing really happened. It felt like a 24 minute episode. To me, like, because I feel like, I mean, granted, it's the first episode, it's setting things up. Sure. Like, there's nothing extra crazy sure. going to happen, but it felt kind of short to me. Yeah. I mean, the the foundation is there, but maybe give us one action sequence in the first episode. It wasn't. It was just Tanjiro and I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we did get some fan service a little bit. What's her name? is obviously going to be a front triple runner. braid triple braids going to be front running this this season which is good too um and then yeah i mean just, honestly i don't know if it's fate because i have you know the podcast or if the big guy upstairs is just trying to give me content here but i can't go to the theaters without one person fucking with me uh you know i got <laughs> some kid rubbing his he first off and one of our friends does this too to keep your shoes on in the theater <laughs> keep okay uh, you're not at home <laughs> Okay, I didn't bring my pets. I didn't bring my child. I didn't bring my blankie. And my, I'm at the theater. Okay, and you know who you are, Michael. Ooh, calling him out. Ah, that's right. He's proud of it. I think. Uh, but this kid next to me, 
sorry, two next to me, which I ended up finding out were our seats. And then our friends were like, eh, no, we just let them sit there. I'm like, okay, next time, if I'm sitting next to these people, you come over and you take your seats. Because what ended up happening is this moron not only has his feet off, but then he's rubbing his socks together for like 10 minute increments, just rubbing them, rubbing them. I can ignore it for three or four minutes. <laughs> and I think that's a pretty generous amount. But once you get into like past five minutes, I'm like, if that's an itch, I'll scratch it for him. <laughs> so you think it was an itch or his feet were cold? No, it was just being someone being a moron mm-hmm. is what it was. Because okay. if they were in fact cold. Angry Tom is coming Here's out. Here's the thing. If they were cold, he warmed him up. He had 10 <laughs> minutes of pure friction. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't even go to the theaters and I get it. It's public space. People do what they want to do. But I don't know. I just feel like maybe think about other people. I don't know. Because the movie yeah. wasn't loud. No. It just, so I don't know. If it was a loud sequence and he wanted to get in some sock rubbing. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. To each. Live his life. And he did. Trust me. He did it. I <laughs> uh, ate a lot of candy that night, too. Oosh. It was good, though. Man. I took down an entire king size uh fast break yeah you did it's not a proud moment <laughs> and then you ate like two-thirds of a box of raisin nuts and some of my cookie dough bites uh, i'll tell you i'm not and young a anymore a couple bites of twix <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen i just hungry for candy just candy. pure candy anyways we should have topped it off with a slushy ain't that the truth or icy Ooh. Gosh, yeah, I would have been puking that night for sure. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, I love that our friends got the buckets of popcorn. I i don't know if we've ever said on the podcast, I'm not going to go into it, but I had a bad experience back in the day with putting that fake butter shit on my popcorn. Let's just say yeah. Tom <laughs> saw the exorcist at two in the morning. Yeah, and it was uh, terrifying. And yeah, not fun. Um, So I will never eat that buttered popcorn i'll eat the normal popcorn but i will never put buttered topping on it and all of our friends put the buttered topping on it i'm pretty sure and they're like you can have i'm not gonna eat this whole bucket you guys can have some i was like in my head nah well, no, i don't wanna you literally leaned over and looked at me and it wasn't our friends but it was other people getting in you're like look at these poor fools they have no idea what they're doing yeah as if that happens to everyone yeah. Well, yeah. I have a pretty like iron stomach, so I'm surprised oh, that can't that, say that anymore. Yeah, right. Well, I don't even know what in is in butter topping. As I've mentioned in the in the past, I mean that stuff will eat away at the the bottom <laughs> of your feet. <laughs> Talk to anyone who works at the concessions in the theater; it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Arietti. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice transition. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, yeah. Obviously, based on that book, as we mentioned, and um. It's great. I mean, it's a story most people have, well, maybe not most people, a lot of people have heard, you know, growing up, apparently there just seems to be a rendition for every group of kids. Um, 97s was all right. I remember watching it. It wasn't my favorite movie. It wasn't my least favorite, but Mm. um, it's just, it's whimsical. Everyone, obviously you look at a dollhouse and think, man, wouldn't it be crazy to live in that? And then this is like your one chance to like see, oh yeah, look, it's, it's tiny little shrunken. Well, they're not shrunken. That's how they are, I guess. But like, I don't know. It's crazy. So um, they decided for 2010 to release a uh, Ghibli version, I guess. Miyazaki was kind of wanting to do it for a while, uh, but it's not directed by Miyazaki, actually. So um, this one was actually a directorial debut by Hiramasa Yonebayashi, who was actually, he was, I think he did 
he was in the animation department for like Princess Mononoke oh. and some other stuff. And he also, I mean, obviously, even though he's directing, he helped out on Arietti and all that stuff. But key animator on on several things. He was on Ponyo as a key animator. Um, Spirited Away, key animator. Oh, wow. Yada, yada, okay. yada. So this one, he decided, uh, I guess the project must have come up to him. And he was like, oh, and, and, you know, it, that's going to shake anyone in their boots for sure. But I guess um, during this whole thing, he kind of was like, ooh, you know, maybe I should see what Miyazaki thinks. Let's go to him for advice and all that stuff. But I guess from there he knew. He was like, no, I must take this road alone. And so he drew up a storyboard. Miyazaki congratulated him. And then he was off to the races uh, with his first uh, director credit. From there, he directed five things. He ended up doing When Marnie Was There, which is another movie that we want to watch. So mm-hmm. he directed that in 2014, Mary and the Witch's Flower in 2017, Modest Heroes in 2018, and then as his most recent was With All Our Hearts in 2021, which I'm not really sure what that is. There's not too much information as far as uh, what that even is. But hey, the guy's out here directing, you know. Although, you know what, kids, if you ever want to be a director, literally film anything. It could be your dog taking a fat one. It could be, you know, <laughs> the wind blowing a tree. Uh, and then just, yeah, at the end, put it out on the internet. At the end, just put your name in the air as, uh, at the end as director. And there you go. You did it. You're now a director. So I uh, can't find it. I thought it was on the wiki. But um, the one thing I had read, and I thought they said that Miyazaki wanted it changed, but Instead of like 1950s, like set in the 1950s when sure. the book is and in England, they wanted it in the 2000s and obviously in Japan. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the too. story does take place in 2010. In a or Western, 2010, that's right. In a Western Tokyo neighborhood mm-hmm. of Koganai. And I know in the Wolf Children episode, I said that I wanted to live in their house when they moved to the countryside. No, this house is this really house cool. Is great. I love the windows. Like they have like... I don't know if it was stained glass, but like the windows had like a little bit of decorative on it. It was really cute. Really cute. And uh, Koganai is also where uh, Studio Ghibli is located, by the way. So a little oh. Easter egg there. Oh, cute. Yeah, you know. Um, and last thing on the director here is because he was 36 years old at the time, he was the youngest person to direct a movie for Studio Ghibli. I don't know if that oh, still wow. rings true or not, but you know, that's just how we're living our life. So mm-hmm. um, I believe. Last fact would be that um, this was the the last Studio Ghibli film to have the English dub distributed by Walt Disney Studios. Oh, uh, now G Kids took over for that. So now that's uh, at the beginning of this movie. If you've got it on Blu-ray, you'll actually see the Disney. Yeah, yeah. Just for you know, obviously the dub and distribution. It's got they didn't they didn't touch this. And you can tell because I like it a lot. Just kiss it, Joe. <laughs> Actually, we've been watching a lot of Disney and man, yeah, that stuff is still slapping. Oh, classic. Yeah, the classic ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've been exhausting all options for Faye with dogs or cats in it. And sure. I think the only one left is Fox and the Hound, which I'm, I oh, don't think baby. I'm ready to play that one <laughs> for Let's me. Let's go. She was crying during Up. She's going to be absolutely beside herself for that one. I know, right? Because um, we've watched Aristocats. And I just put on 101 Dalmatians recently. She loved that one. Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Which, man, I never remembered watching that movie. That one's not that good. I don't like that one. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not the best. Uh, Um, Well, who wants to save a cat? You know, everybody wants to be a cat. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Cats are nice. Um, 
So I know Spirited Away is your number one favorite Ghibli movie. So yes. we're going to take that off the table. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So how do the, and we obviously have more to watch, but I feel like we've watched now with Arietti in here. Okay. The peak, <clears throat> right? So where, where does our, like, how would you rank Spirited Away being one? How would you rank everything else? So My Neighbor Totoro, How Howl's Moving Castle, Arietti, Princess Mononoke. I'm only trying to name the ones that we've watched. Um, okay, well, yeah, of the ones we've watched, obviously that, um, Spirited Away, Totoro. I mean, that's too tough. There's so many freaking movies. And technically, when Marnie was there, it's also Ghibli. I know, but I'm just saying the ones that we've watched so far. Okay. Because hmm. I would say I think My Neighbor Totoro is still number two for me. Sure. Although... I don't like Spirited Away as much as you do. I don't get so, it. So <laughs> I, I still enjoy it, but I, I sure. don't think I enjoy it as much as My Neighbor Totoro. And I do love Howl's Moving Castle. When I watched that, I'm pretty sure I even said it in the podcast episode, that was my favorite Ghibli, Ghibli movie Yeah, after we had watched that. I, we definitely have Spirited Away, Totoro, um, Princess Mon... I, I like Princess Mononoke a lot, but that one falls under those. And then we get into that next tier of the pond... Well, no, Howl's Moving Castle. Sorry. That's, I mm. think above princess mononoke for me then princess mm -hmm. mononoke but then we get into that kind of gray zone i love grave of the Fire fireflies actually that's up there one mm. of the top 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 even though you're gonna be sad when you watch it <laughs> and then you get almost kind of lower end ghiblis where it just kind of all meshes where i'm like yeah those are just good movies mm -hmm. those are just i like them i like watching them and that and that's kiki's mm. princess mononoke ponyo and then now this i think these are all just like oh yeah i'll watch those a bunch, but they're not my like favorite favorites. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Ghibli's tough. Yeah. It kind of sounds like when you described it, like the ones like Kiki and Ponyo and Arietti, those are kind of when we went through what we're going to show Faye at what age groups. The ones we're going to show Faye earlier kind of like lower good. And then the ones that we'd wait on are higher good. Yeah. Uh, sadly enough too with Ghibli, cause I was scrolling through their movies. I forgot in 2020, they did Earwig and the Witch, which I think was a, it was a 3D animated one. Oh, I guess people and granted, obviously this is going to happen. You're always going to have the one movie that's kicking off like the oof, you know, cause Ghibli, it's just fire after fire after fire. And then, you know, there was going to have to be one. And I guess that's just kind of like. That oh, movie yes. supposedly just missed the mark. It didn't yeah. necessarily hit what makes Ghibli Ghibli. You know what? You got to try, though. What, mm. what are you going to do? Just sit there and keep, you know, doing uh, the same old, same old, even though the same old was pretty fire. But... They have a Grogu? Grogu? And the Dust Bunnies. Oh, that sounds so cute. Grogu and the Dust Bunnies? Yeah. It's on the... I, I'm on Mal, so I click Ghibli, and then I'm looking... At like all of the thumbnails. I'll go ahead and skip anything with Grogu. Thanks. <laughs> Faye loves Grogu. 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 That's okay. You do whatever you want. <laughs> um, so I guess, and this is another bit of news, uh, entertainment company AMC Networks announced a partnership and distribution agreement between its subsidiary Sentai Films and broadcasting company uh, Mainichi Broadcasting system on thursday the agreement grants amc's high dive streaming services exclusive rights to stream a portion of mbs's future programming lineup in all global markets outside of asia this marks sentai's largest ever anime content deal so it looks like a lot more stuff's going to be coming to uh high dive which is pretty cool wow that's yeah. awesome 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that will bring over to it, but at the same time is I just wish high dive would. And again, I don't, if anyone knows anyone working at any of these streaming <laughs> things, it's like, I know I'm not a programmer. I know it's not the easiest thing to just like, Hey, just do this. But something's got to give with high dives player on the television. It is so awful. And not the best. Not the best. It makes Crunchyroll look pretty user friendly, <laughs> which is insane. Now, is it high dive or is it Crunchyroll that freezes on us? When we, oh, no, I think high Crunch. Dive. Oh, high dive does, does that? I okay. mean, they both do, but high dive when we were trying to watch something, it was just hell on earth. Yeah. Anyways. Ari Eddie. So, um, <laughs> I like how your segues are usually a little more seamless. I'm just like, all right, let's get there. No, I did that today already. <laughs> let's talk about this story here. Uh, if no one's watched it and don't know what the borrowers is and didn't get my stupid intro joke. Uh, yeah. Shrunk. Uh, they're not shrunk. They're just small. They're teeny tiny little, little, little things, huh? 10 centimeters tall to be exact. Oh, okay. Let's get it. Uh, but yeah, it's like a family that lives as quote unquote borrowers. They survive by obviously taking and well, I guess borrowing in this case, uh, <laughs> from the main house. So they have to adventure and we've got our, our young Addie Eddie is coming up on her first borrowing, even though, I mean, she was a little bit of a rebel and she'd kind of do her own thing anyways, but her first official borrowing doesn't go as planned, and the new young sick boy uh, that came into the house sees her. Mm -hmm. Well, what the heck's going to happen now? Let's find out by watching Arietti. All right, now spoilers, get over it. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, favorite part of the movie? Is it, I, I, because mine, I don't think I have a favorite part. I just love, and I think the strength of this movie is just the scenery and how interesting everything is i'm actually not really looking at the characters a lot of the time because i'm looking at their environment i'm looking mm. at like you had noticed they have flowers sitting in a pen cap in the back of their thing just all the ways that uh the animators and the develop like obviously the people drawing the stuff for the movie just thought up the whimsical ways of using normal day objects to it, it was so it's so fun and it's just a great kind of i spy type of a movie yeah um, I would agree. I think I, I think my favorite part of the movie was when they're, her and her dad are going through the house to make their way to the kitchen. That was pretty fun. Cause sure. you're seeing like, oh, you know, there's nails sticking out of the wood and they're using that, you know, as a little step stool or step, step bridge step like, bridge i don't know like a yeah and like staples kind of sticking out of the wood is a ladder for them that was kind of cute like i liked seeing them i thought the rats were going to make a bigger appearance in the movie yeah because they make it a point like because there's rats scurrying so scary below them with their red eyes um so i thought because i didn't remember the first time we watched it um that there was going to be an interaction with the rats where Ariadne was going to have to fend him off or something. That didn't happen. No, relatively just chill movie. The, only, the most exciting thing was that crow, basically. Well, the crow wasn't messing around. <laughs> well, and just, you know, trying to not be seen. Obviously, yeah. they've perfected that, so the rats aren't really an issue. They stay, stay their separate ways or whatever, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I... The confidence on Arietti, granted she's a cartoon, obviously, but to just start, the dad's like, oh, don't look down. We're going to walk over this thing that if you fall, you're dead. 
and she just takes one step and she's nervous and then she goes, never mind. And then just starts waltzing. And it's like, okay, <laughs> really? I don't know. Even if that was just big wood planks, you'd have trouble getting most adults to walk across what she just did. But granted, we are not anime. So, yeah. Well, I thought the most ballsy thing she did was climbing, climbing up the ivy on the side of the house. Because you, you fall, yeah. you dead. True. You want to talk about ballsy. <laughs> she talked to the kid, which she wasn't supposed to. That's true, too. This chick just don't learn. She's just out here. She's a little disobedient. Yeah. Well, and the good thing, too, is if you ever were like, man, I need to know where this goes from here. I guess there's four sequels that feature the same family after they leave this the house. Wait, what? Yeah. Not in book form. Oh, in book. Yes. Like in the oh. original Borrower's book uh, That'd series. That'd be a cute... Um, se- I wonder what the reading level is like. Maybe when Faye is I mean, it being a little children, older. I'm assuming, you know. That'd be cute. Yeah. And I mean, it's uh, from 1952. Mm-hmm. So it won't be um, too crazy. I think kids books from back in the day were pretty super simple. I don't know. People were smarter back then, especially what kids. So that vocabulary is probably. I don't know. The Internet's making kids pretty, well, both smart and dumb. I actually don't <laughs> know how to take the Internet with children nowadays. Are they smarter or are they stupider? More stupiders. <laughs> Which is it there that they is? <laughs> <laughs> I can't call anyone smart or stupid the way I talk on this podcast. Uh, yeah, no, it's so. Everything we'd expect from a Ghibli. It's obviously beautiful. The mm. the dub, which we watched it in, good and well enough. I think the actors, obviously, because it's more of a process to bring it over here, I think. And, you know, Ghibli is in such high regard. They take the time and they situate it mm-hmm. and do like a proper dub process and all that stuff, which I know other companies do that. But I also know that like. There's also times when you get that one, what's that ghost show that they got the dub over here and they're like, just say whatever you want. It's not one of the craziest oh, things ever. Yeah. Uh, but pretty big names here. We had uh, Amy Poehler as the mom, Will Arnett as the dad. I don't know who did Arietti. She is. So I already got, I got rid of the IMDB page. Let me pull back up. Mirai Shida. Yeah. She, um. Oh, well, that's the Japanese. Oh, is that the Japanese one? Um, I think it was a girl. I recognize her face from something that I must have watched on Disney Channel. Oh. Um, and she's also a singer. Well, they okay. do not want to give her any attention on the front page of this. Let's see if I can yeah, find I noticed, it. By... I'm noticing that, too. I just saw it. Oh, Where there we go. The heck did it go? Uh, say, holy cow, that name's impossible. Say... <laughs> Sayarisi, Sayaris Ronan. I don't know how to say her name, bless her heart, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I recognize her face as well. Okay, that was just some bullshit. What? I clicked on all cast, right? Okay. And then, you know, they're saying cast in order. So I thought it'd be like Mal. Where no, I it's clicked- like at the bottom. They put her. Oh. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. in City of Ember. Uncredited. That is rough, dude. Hey, yeah, how do you? <laughs> what, how do you? <laughs> what's that contract like? Hey, we're gonna use Wait. your voice and then leave. Wait, Get out of here. What? Interesting. That is French, Korean, Japanese. Hold on, I'm looking to see if they put her. Okay. Oh, I have Bridget Men Mendler. What Mendler. is happening? <laughs> Wait, for Arietti? Yeah, I have two English voice actresses. At least on Mal. When did they do the switch up to us in the movie? 
Yeah, because I didn't notice it. Because then I see that Ronan, or Seorsi Ronan also. But then I thought it was this Bridget Mendler, and I assumed it was her because she's worked on the Disney Channel. At least I'm pretty sure she's been in something Disney. Oh, it's that girl, that Ronan girl. I don't know who it is. I don't know why they would have, unless in the English, like England English, maybe. Because Righto. I'm a lit, I'm little and I'm taking stuff from the house, eh? <laughs> they needed a different voice actress for that, I guess. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That was pretty good, right, guys? That I was mean, a nice one. This is bad on us. I don't care, frankly. <laughs> I mean, it, and honestly, they didn't if they unaccredited her. So, I mean. I know, right? I feel bad. That's nah, okay. She's living, a, she's living her life. <laughs> she's just, she's out here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, other than that, I mean, that the, the, the thing with this is I, there's not much to talk about. There's, there's not much that's going to happen in the movie. That's going to like, it's not too dramatic. If you're showing it for kids, there's a couple scary parts. Look, the cat's going to get you or the crow's going to get you, but it's very much just reminiscent of the stuff we were watching when we were kids, obviously. And, um, this one's just a joy. Well, I think putting myself in the perspective of the borrowers, it was pretty terrifying and it would be terrifying if you were the mom and then the top just comes off and then the kid rips out a wall in your kitchen and then gives you <laughs> yeah. the, the kitchen set from the dollhouse. That'd be pretty. I know the kid I was mean, trying to help, but a very interesting move because it doesn't help them stay hidden when you're, you know, taking something from one of the nicest dollhouses to ever exist uh, and putting it under the floor like that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, nice gesture, but maybe like lift the lid and say, hey, you know, I kind of know Arietti. Let me just put the he just like doesn't say anything, just comes in like a big Ophi giant and just rips that out, yeah. puts the new one in. Um how to handle things show here uh the boy handling things quite well with like oh you know obviously nothing to be scared of except for they take things from us obviously but uh haru the whatever the hell she is in this the, the lady <laughs> that yeah like a caretaker kind grouchy of. grouchy so she tries and captures actually no there's some drama they get, there's a capturing in this and, mm -hmm. uh she just sucks. What an annoying, I knew they were real. Look, now I'm going to prove it. It's like, how about this? You've seen it now yourself. It's fine. Everything's good. Just leave them be. Who wouldn't be like in awe of that? You have to be pretty evil to have something so delicate. And she was just minding her own business too in her house. It's not like she was cleaning or whatever. And then she came up, up across one of them in the house. It's like, strike a deal. Any spot you can't clean, you now have. Okay, give them a sugar cube and then they'll like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be on under the fridge duty. You know, we'll sweep it out for you. You know, that's our job now. Yeah. You know, now it's easier for both parties. You know? That's cleaning on the fridge. It's right. And, you know, of course, I didn't mean let's just get them doing physical labor. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, you know, I mean, there's there's a multitude of things you can do aside from trapping them in a jar. Because then it's an open agreement. I will, you don't have to risk your life. I'll just give them, I'll just leave it at your doorstep. Yeah, it's, it's the moral dilemma. Do you, do you just, you know, treat clearly this, uh, this human being as a human being? 
who happens to be teeny, teeny, teeny. Uh, or do you sell it to science, have them chopped up and looked at, <laughs> and then you gosh. get a paycheck, you know? <laughs> I don't know. The world of Ghibli is a little darker than I thought now that I'm thinking about it. Well, the only thing that I'm glad they did get right is they made her look like a toad, Haru. Oh, her, yeah. Her face looks just like how her inside personality She looks like is. a distant cousin of you, Baba, for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. That chick, <sighs> she's crazy. Yeah. I do like what they call human beings. So yeah. the the small folk have actually heard it as human beans. So they call humans beans. I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. Um, just a lot of cute. That's kind of just the name of the game with this. This is the, on the Ghibli scale of it's not really telling you a huge lesson to be learned. It's just more so being whimsical and, and being engulfed in a fantasy that you dream up. I mean, that's why I loved back in the day, Mouse on the Motorcycle. Mm. Oh my gosh, when he got to, I, I was aching to drive. <laughs> and now I loathe driving, but it's so funny because growing up, I was like, man, I'd love to drive. I just want to drive. Like my parents, absolutely legends. They let me buy Grand Theft Auto. You know me, we've, we've gone into that. I had Grand Theft Auto. I didn't want to go in there and actually play it. I just wanted to, I literally, me and my sister would take turns driving the cars and obeying the streetlights and stuff. <laughs> we just wanted to drive. Yeah. So when, when Mouse on the Motorcycle came out and then he gets this white, and I'm talking about that stop motion one. Uh, what oh. year was that? That was PBS, I think. Mouse on the Motorcycle, which is in full on YouTube. So you should definitely check this <laughs> horrifying thing out when you have a chance. Uh, yes, the mouse and the motorcycle full from 1986. The wow. random nostalgic uploaded that one. Big fan of that. And at one point is given this like ambulance car thing. And then he's driving it. I'm like, yeah, this mouse is living my drink. Are you kidding me? Now, I want a mini car. Now is the mouse given toys that he can actually drive? How is yeah. he driving these vehicles? All the more whimsical, right? Yeah, he just gets in the toy and suddenly it's got a moving engine. Well, first off, where's he getting gas? Two, what's the upkeep on this vehicle? Well, I guess when's batteries. The last, when's the last oil change? You know, um, it maybe, that, yeah, maybe it's a was, Tesla. He was driving the, the first iteration of electric vehicles. Wow. The big adult-sized power wheels. Those are pretty cool. And he had one before everyone. And he's a mouse for heaven's sake. <laughs> No, I was more of a Stuart Little watcher than Mouse on the Motorcycle. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was never Stuart Little. Stuart Little, kind of. Mm. I, I think I've said this before, but I, even though I was the oldest sibling, I feel like I was subject subjected to watching whatever my siblings wanted to watch. Gotcha. And this is going to come across as mean, mm-hmm. not to anything you're saying, mm. but the I, the reason I didn't like Stuart Little mm-hmm. was one hundred percent his little clothes. <laughs> No, no, not his little clothes. Actually, the guy, the guy was dripping. Oh, he yeah. had some, his, his fit was sick. Uh, no, not so much that. Mostly it was the, wasn't there that one kid in it? Oh, um. Oh, Jonathan uh, Lipnicki. For some reason, whenever he was in movies when I was young, I really, I don't know. Just to, and I'm sure he would think the same about my face, but whenever he showed up in a movie, I was like, nah, I'm all right. Hold on. Michael J. Fox is in that? Oh my gosh, Michael J. Fox is the mouse. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. Jonathan Lipnicki. Who is that? He's just, he's like the epitome of bleached bleached tips, 
uh, spiked up nineties hair with braces. And I was like, I know enough of these kids at school and I don't enjoy them. I'm not watching because he was also, uh, but he looks so cute with his little Harry Potter glasses in the little vampire. Oh, is that what that is? I'm yeah. just scrolling through his photos that were on IMDb. No, cute kid. Absolutely. And I'm sure he's an absolute swell dude. I just, for <laughs> some reason, growing up when I'd see him, I'm like, I don't want to watch that. Ah. Now, did um the mouse and mouse in the motorcycle wear little clothes too? No, he was El Dente. Oh, gotcha. Now, was he a white mouse? He was balls out. Um, or like, was he a brown mouse? Like a dormouse? Um, he was like, yeah, like a light brown mouse. Okay. I mean, he was terrifying. Oh, was he really? Because it was a stop motion? Please look it up. Okay, let me go on Mouse on the motorcycle. Hold on, let me go on YouTube. Okay, why are you saying (laughs) hold on? Do your, (laughs) sheesh. Uh, And then just go over to, and then actually put in 1986 and then hit images. Ooh wee, it's a good one. I'm out here dry throat again. Anytime you hear my voice somewhat crack, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going through puberty. 1983? 60. 1986. Okay. Sorry. 1960. 1960. Oh, my. Oh, he is a little terrifying. Isn't he? I love him, though. He had this weird, distorted voice. I still, my mom still got that VHS. Oh, does she really? Oh, my gosh. How could you not? Okay, hold on. I'm trying to. Oh, oh, God, this is out of nightmares. Mm. I'm looking at three mice talking together. Three mice talking together. Yeah, they're in the walls, I guess. Okay. This is. It's good stuff. Oh, my. The one mouse looks like. um. They got some weird. They look like, like werewolves. Looks like. uh, What's this is really bad because I'm such a fan. Is the, the rat in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. His name is. Oh, my. Scar. God. I know. What? <laughs> I know Splinter. Splinter. Oh, Splinter. I thought Holy it was. Holy mother of okay, mercy. Okay, I got him mixed up. Yeah, he kind of looked like Don't Splinter. Don't let Andrew hear that. I know, right? You guys He's won't be able to recite the entire movie <laughs> together next time. We love doing that to piss Tom off. Yeah, it's good. Pork rind. Pork, Pork rind. rind. The Jose Canseco bat. <laughs> that does get me. I do like that portion. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you were teeny tiny? Mm. 10 centimeters tall to be exact <laughs> or no. Yeah. 10, 10 centimeters. Yeah. That's what it said in the description. Holy and he, shit. These homies were te- okay. Teeny, teeny. Well, I have a ruler in that drawer right there. No. I, I don't do the metric system. So I need like <laughs> centimeters, but, um, what would I do if I was teeny tiny? Yeah. Definitely not go outside. Cause you know, <laughs> I'd be a little scared. Well, the way she's casually interacting with bugs. Oh, well, I did like when she the took that. Poly. Yeah, and like tossed him in the air and then yeah. put him down. That was kind of cute. Yeah, you wouldn't let a teeny spider crawl on your lap, let alone a one that size. If a roly-poly was that big as if. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I'm surprised when the ants, because she left the sugar cube yep. on the, because she didn't touch it, as her dad said, then decides to go back and touch it. Um, that delayed disobedience, up. you know, yep. <laughs> next level. Um the ants are starting to take the pieces and sure. she's just batting them away. They're the size of her hand and ants bite. <laughs> right. That's so, like just going up and grabbing squirrels and throwing them. <laughs> she's just ripping squirrels. Yeah. So scarier. That squirrels. was pretty ballsy. Um, the mandibles, they could have took her hand off. They could have oh, gone right into her palm. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know what I would do if I was teeny tiny. I love 
I love the idea of living in that dollhouse. I wish that that was the end of the movie because the Sean is so or show is so sweet. And obviously the aunt is also it's just the the hired help is it, wait, actually is Sean in, in the English. Oh, okay. his name is Sean. Um, and uh, yeah, so so Sean and the uncle are like down with these little people. And the aunt knows that her dad, I think she said, or whoever it was, made that dollhouse and all those little things for them to live in. And they never did. What a waste. I would live in that. Although there's no bedroom, which I commented on right away. Does the plumbing work? <laughs> what if these little homies are shitting in the, in the, in the toilets and that? Are they coming to clean that up? <laughs> They're like little, little black. They can't even be the size of Tic Tacs. They, they'd be look like, like hamster poops. I, they'd be even smaller than hamster poops. Yeah, I think. 10 cents. It'd be like a sprinkle. Someone do the math on how big the human uh, <laughs> sphincter hole is when you're 10 centimeters tall. Okay, guys, we're going to need a number crunch on that. <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? Me? Uh, um, I did think it was really cute. And now I should probably Google it, but I was like, what is. Oh, we were talking about water permeance yesterday, and I think that, oh. Oh, the way they drew liquids at their size was awesome. Yeah, how they were like, it wasn't very viscous, if that's the right. The viscosity were, is what, yeah. You, okay. You'd see just like, because it wanted to, you know, obviously drops only form at a certain size. So when they're pouring out of their little like kettle thing, it's like it just, it gathers up on the end and then just yeah. kind of just drops in. So that is a thing about water. Right. I, I'm not smart. I have I never know. on this podcast said that I am knowledgeable. I don't know if that's like a surface. I don't know what drips. Is that surface tension? Is that no permanence is like. Oh, I'm thinking of object permanence probably because of well, no, permeability is like. A weather that's like a barrier to keep water out. Or is oh, permeant. vapor. Water vapor transmission. Like, what happens when you give two. To art students, <laughs> water. What the shit is this? Because that's one thing, you know, when they have the little water in the in the kettle, and it's as you said, making a little dewdrop and then falling out. Uh-huh. Water doesn't. Um, so as you said, water has to be a certain size to make a drop. So, yeah. what am I trying to say? So you, you gotta so tell me. Water, water doesn't translate from our size to their size. Then. They can't just put water in there and have it act like our water does. Yeah, that was kind of blowing my mind. The scale of the water, yes. So, like when they take a bath, is it like two raindrops, basically? I don't know. I did like how they got water though. Like their thing, they had like the water pipe was there, and they just had it like rigged up to like just slowly drip water occasionally. Mm -hmm. Think about that. You know, I got to drink a glass of water. That's a year's worth for one of these homies. That'd be it. Being teeny tiny, I think, would solve everything. And you don't have to pay any taxes. You don't really have no, to pay no. anything. If this was in Illinois, they would have found a way. <laughs> they would have found a way to get these guys paying for sure. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I, I noticed there was an extra three drops coming out of your water. So is there more tenants? How big are they? <laughs> Do they breathe there? Okay, tax. Um, love the state. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of just interesting ways of taking things on. Um, and I also loved about, especially their house, and I didn't even realize it before, but I was like, oh, the mom's got such a nice view. I thought their 
house in the floorboards was positioned in a way like where they could see the I think there was a little pond in this house's backyard. So I thought their house was positioned in a way where this window in their house could look out of a grate. Yes. And it looked like an ocean view. And then Arietti, I'm like, damn, the mom's got like a little seaside view, even though I know it's a pond. Yeah. I know people, it's a pond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Arietti, when it's nighttime, they must have a light bulb behind that screen and she's pulling a rope and it's changing the scene tonight. Oh, it was. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Although oh, it makes it. sense if she's if they're living under the floorboards, they don't really. How are they getting their vitamin D? Um, they're stealing one <laughs> tablet a year or something. That's a great question. I mean, the world building in this movie sucks. They didn't even think about their vitamin D intake. I thought Ghibli was good. Apparently not. So guys, we're going to give this one a two out of 10. Uh, tell, <laughs> tell Miyazaki to try this one out for himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a good movie. Yeah. I, I can't like sit here and go, wow, what an incredible watch. I don't think it's incredible by no means. I think it's just great. Yeah. It it's was just a good fun one. Yeah. It's just yeah. nice to sit back and relax. The one thing that this movie makes me want to do, but I'm still probably not going to get myself to, <laughs> to do it. What's that? Is I have a dollhouse in my basement right now. Mm-hmm. It is the framework of the house is put together. And this is a dollhouse that my dad bought for me when I was probably in early or late middle school. Sure. Uh, Never have I ever uh, finished putting it together. Well, it's massive. It is huge. Um, It's a San Franciscan, San Francisco like type house. It's, it's going to be cute. You hear that? You San Franciscans? (laughs) Um, But this makes me want to like finish it. And I've been wanting to finish it for Faye so she can play with it. It's time. Now I have some type of motivation to finish it. She's still not out of the destroy everything Faye, so we'll give it a little bit more time. Oh, well, I still have maybe three years. So, but I'd like to, (laughs) Yeah, you know, I want to wallpaper it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you just buy like contact paper from Hobby Lobby and you just put it in there. I'm going to make it look so cute. I know. I sit here as I work on Gundams. You're never going to be able to work on something that small. <laughs> can we put a, can we have a Gundam room in there? Faye loves Gundams. She does. She gives, I've got this teeny little RX-78 and then she'll ask if she can hold it. So I give it to her and then she kisses it. She liked the robot. It's so nice to him. Yeah. I'm just waiting for his arm to snap off. Well, little does she know that it's actually technically a war device. And that, do you know how much blood is on the hands of that robot? And she's out here kissing it. Talk about forgiveness. She is pure. Hilarious. 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 Yeah, she's giving me some sass now, though. Oh, yeah. She will blatantly ignore you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's fun. I'm happy that we're getting to this stage. It's good. (laughs) It's okay. I'll have my basement hidey hole soon. I've been saying that for five years, <laughs> five whole years. Yeah. Um, any else? other last oh, thoughts? I was hitting you with it before you could hit me with mm. it. Um, no, I don't. I, I think. I'm just charmed. I'm sad to yeah. see him leave though. Uh, biggest mystery of everything. And I brought it up and you answered me in the way that I thought we were going <laughs> to see the resolution of it. But what happened to their house? Because the the hired help Haru goes to show the aunt who's the owner of the house. Yeah. Like the little people, like where they're living in this trap door in the closet and everything, all of the, it's gone, everything. And we know that Sean didn't take it. 
He just took the addition of the, the kitchen addition off and put it back in the dollhouse. Yeah. So what the hell happened? Because those borrowers could not have tore that down that easily. It was within like <sighs> 10 minutes. Here's the thing. The dad was a pretty, uh, he was a pretty hardworking guy. I don't know. Because I think he was at one point trying to make her her own light as well. A little hey, sad. So he had the, he had the house laced with dynamite and it just. He <laughs> did. No, no. He had the entire thing on a track. He hit this one lover. Brakes came off and they just went to a different part of town or something. But. Uh, no, I mean, it's a great question. It's one that, again, you know, I wish Ghibli would pay attention to the details. <laughs> you know, I just don't get it. If you're going to make it, <laughs> could you imagine? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think my big thing is Sean should have probably cleared the area before ripping the kitchen out before, by the way. You don't even think about that. But what if the mom was in the kitchen? I think he saw her, though. Oh, did he? Well, he had to if she was in the kitchen. Did he have to or is he a psycho? Think about it. Was this actually the beginning of a horror movie? Where the boy actually ends up finding he's got no reason to live now, right? He's sick. He's like, you know what? I need to take this out on um, people I have power over. And it ends up being the borrowers. Oh, gosh. Listen. Dark. It is dark. And that's Ghibli for you. You know, just dark. Yeah. Yeah. As if they did anything like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. No, 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 no. That's it. That's all I got with Arietti. I'm, I'm, I got to admit, not like the most passion filled about this movie. It's just a good watch. It's a good uh, hang. Yeah. It doesn't uh, have a lot of meat and potatoes to it. Sure. Sure. Uh, and with that, I think we can just, we can just call it there. Yeah. Unless you got anything else to add. No, watching this though makes me want to watch Howl's Moving Castle again. Yeah. Yeah. We should watch I that. I think it's almost time. Almost. But we also have other Ghibli's we need to watch too. I mean, that is true. Story of our life. Yeah. We just have something else more important we it's, need to it's watch. It's every episode <laughs> and I think it'll continue to be said every episode forever. So the, the question is, do we watch um, Blue Lock and what we need to be watching for our next episode? Or do we watch the Attack on Titan episode tonight? <laughs> We've got to watch the Attack on Titan we episode. We have to, right? I need to see what Aaron's up to. Aaron. He's just been a walking. Spider. Dome spider yeah. dealy. Creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Anyway, why didn't they. Uh, in Arietti, one last note, actually. Yeah. I do have a closing thought. Okay. Why didn't they like steal a Q-tip and use that as like an Indiana Jones torch? I mean, wouldn't that have been <gasps> kind of cool? Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then you can go a little gross with it and like it's a used one. And then that's why it's <laughs> able to burn is because there's earwax on it. Okay. That is legendary is though. I don't know. But, but if you're buying the ones where it's the paper like stick part too, how do you keep it? Because sometimes they make Q-tips where it's like plastic on the middle and sometimes mm. they're like the all paper ones. So how do you make it where it's not just going to burn down the Q-tip? Um, you know. Or you get toothpicks and then you got to fashion something to the end of the, oh, yeah. the toothpicks are wood. But I guess torches are wood. Yeah. That's what the wax is there for to, el to elongate the burn before it gets to the. The true borrower technique is they sneak up when the people are sleeping and they, they, they cave dive for some real earwax. <gasps> Whoa. And they're just like free well, ear cleaners. Well, 10 centimeters, they're not going into ears. No. They're just reaching in there grabbing globs? Yeah, yeah. I've Grab seen some nasty ears. Grabbing globs? Oh, I've who's? seen those ear cleaning videos. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you only see pretty much mine and Faye's ears generally. <laughs> I was like, it's either me or the other one. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey, on that note, guys, clean your ears. 
And also join us this Thursday for our next episode. We appreciate you making it to this point. And frankly, if you've made it to this point, you got to be a great friend of the show. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's everything's good and everything's happy, fun, and that's good. So uh, massive fan of you, and I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. Have a great week ahead. Let's get to Thursday uh, in a pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be fun. Work isn't fun, but, you know, let's just, let's get there, huh? Do good work. Uh, do good work. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, yep. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side, Danielle. You can go ahead and send them out. Bye, guys.